Hi, I'm Adam. Hi, I'm Nick. Oh. Yes, I'm I'm still here. Oh. I was going to leave, but um, I, I've, I've, I left my key, so I've had to come back for it. Well, welcome to the Screen Bucket podcast for episode six. It's episode six already? It is, yeah. My God. Only six, though. Mm, many more. Yeah. <sighs> and welcome to the podcast. This is the best bits and chatty bits from the radio show exclusively on North Arts FM. Um, yeah, Rob is off sunning himself in Mexico on his honeymoon. He's probably drunk right now. Probably. He is on all-inclusive. Oh, no. Which does mean you get the lamest cocktails. Yeah, but you don't care when you're on all-inclusive. If you want to get the good stuff, you need to pay for it. Yes, true. When I ever go on all-inclusive holidays, which is what we tend to do the most, um, yeah, I just all I drink is red wine. The cheap house oh, red wine. Oh. <laughs> That's literally it. When I went to Morocco, we went on all inclusive, and the wine was like battery acid. Yes, it's it great. Was awful. It's undrinkable. Just, it's also, it's because there's not a lot of alcohol in it. You can drink it all day. And oh, but it burned. It burned going down. It was evil are you, stuff. Are you sure it was red wine? This is white wine. Oh, well, they, they, that's mm. your problem. Should and the, red wine. the beer wasn't much better. Well, that's, that's Morocco. Yes, they don't do good beer. That's mm. true. Um, but I was drinking a lot of their fruit juice, however. Mm-mm-mm. It's fresh, proper yes, fruit yeah, juice. Really, it? really tasty. Yeah. Yeah. What, a, what an interesting look into our brains. Um, so this week's show, what do we discuss? Uh, we discussed Red Red... Red Red? Red Red, red, red Redemption. Red Dead Redemption red, 2. Red Red. <laughs> red um, uh, Yeah, that we had been playing it and enjoying that. Um, we discussed... Uh, what I'd been watching on Netflix a little bit. Yep. Um, we talked about the news about Stanley. Yes, sad and um, sad about Stanley. Yeah, and we talked about some of the trailers that come out this week. Po- Pikachu Detective, Detective yes. Pikachu. Yes, yes. Uh, Toy Story Four. And we had an in-depth discussion about Weird Science. Yes, uh, which was a film that I hadn't seen, but you made me watch last night, and I'm glad you did. Yes, it's a very silly, if slightly troublesome film with modern eyes yes it's not i mean it could be worse though couldn't it oh it could be much worse it could be like real it could be watching chubby brown <laughs> well see yeah i mean maybe maybe that's something to ponder about but... I, th- I think it's just one of those things that at the time in 1985 it was fine yeah nowadays oh, yeah nowadays you look back and you kind of go that's very much so a film of its time. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. Lisa does take on a mentor role. She's not just an object, well, despite yeah. what she says. Yeah. And, you know, she's she she is the moral compass of that film. Yeah. Well, like you bring up uh, sexy um, Mary Poppins. Yes. Or, as I, I was saying at the time, it it's like she's just a genie. Yeah. You yes. could skip all the science bit and it could just be a genie in a lamp. Yes. Easily. Anyway, um won't talk about it too much more, uh, because we're gonna discuss it shortly. Shortly. Yes. Anyway, we'll um, we'll see you again in a minute. See you in a bit. We made it! Another minute to spare. Time for what? You're listening to Screen Bucket with Adam B- Nick. Hello everyone. Oh dear. That was sinister. Yes. We're going to have fun, aren't we, Adam? I feel sick. Who are you, Nick? 
I'm Nick, and uh, I'm an old friend of Adam's from university. Yay! And we lived together for about two years. Something like that. Yeah. Yes, and more recently, we started a little fledgling YouTube channel, didn't we? We did, yes. It's called From the Sofa. Yes. And it's where we put videos up of where you do like films and... TV and I do video games. Yes, because you're a big nerd. Yes, I am. Nerd. I'm very proud of being a nerd. <laughs> I do play a lot of games and uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. From the Sofa, incidentally, is the reason this show exists. Mm-hmm. It was, it's been seen by approximately 12 people. Yes. But one of them happens to be Becky, who runs North Arts FM. Yes. And she, volunteered, and she encouraged us to uh, talk to her about a show. Yes, but logistically it wouldn't have worked with me, um, you know, being so far away. So yes. you found a better person so to do I it with. So I shoved Nick out the window <laughs> and said, Rob, you're much more talented. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... You know, we've got very similar interests. Um, we used to spend a lot of time uh, sitting around the dining table yeah. writing. And on the sofas, in the living rooms, in our underwear, watching yeah. TV. And for a long time, not even a sofa. Well, yeah, it's true, actually. I remember um, when we first moved in. Well, I moved in on the first night, and all I had was a table and my laptop, and I played football manager all night. You had a table? Yeah, you remember the old Ikea table that had the big dent in it from when our friend fell into it on a drunken night and smashed glasses everywhere i don't actually remember that no i remember having two cardboard boxes with a tablecloth thrown on top as our coffee table no 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 that wasn't the coffee table that was was what the tv sat on no no initially we had two cardboard boxes and a tablecloth in front of the in front of the i don't remember um, curled up mattress that we used as a sofa (laughs) yes i remember the curled up mattress yeah i also remember sleeping on um a pile of clothes a coat yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were poor yeah and it was fun but you know it was yeah we we basically went into a flat that was uh, a stock room so it had no um internet no internet no phone line Mm -hmm. uh the plumbing was all new and caused issues well, it was later new on. and old yeah because it was new plumbing on old plumbing oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> i always remember being at work and receiving a text message of the photo of the ceiling collapsing oh yes because it all leaked under the bath and i had i rescued the tv though so oh it was right over the tv it was right over the tv yes yeah it's fun <laughs> yeah yeah all fun that was uh bristol ish yeah, I call it Bristol. Do you call but it, it Bristol? Um, uh, talk about being on the radio. It was a place that is very synonymous with the radio. It was a place called Canesham, which people of a certain age will know from some radio thing that was done in K- what are you? K-E-Y-N Canesham. Oh, uh, I do vaguely radio remember that. Radio Luxembourg, that's the one, Radio Luxembourg. God, how like old pirate, are you? Pirate radio from Canesham. How old are you? <laughs> I'm so old, so old. It's also the place where there was a massive Cadbury factory that the... Ah, uh, yes, Cadbury s- Heath. Cadbury Heath. Yankee swines closed down. Yeah, and then... It's a was, funny old place. There was that village there, wasn't there, that was basically built for the people that worked in... Mm, the Oompa Loompas. Yes, yeah. Mm. And then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the factory closed down and um, the Oompa Loompas starved and all yeah. died. It, yeah, it was a funny. I remember just before moving there, um, waiting for a train in Bath to go there. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, that was when we went to visit to look at it. No, but there was, a, there was a time when I was on my own, and there was a woman. I think the train was delayed or something. There was a woman complaining about it. I think I remember this story. And I said, overheard her talking to someone. Said, "Oh, sorry, are you going to uh, are you going to Canesham? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you going there? Yes. Uh, I think whatever it was, I've just moved there or something. And she replied, "Oh, Cange. Oh, you're just moving. Oh, that's nice. It's a nice town. No one ever dies of old age there." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Bit of a sinister. I think. I think there was a bit of a mini depression um, after the Cadbury factory closed down, and it became a bit of a yeah. Mm. Anyway, happy yeah. So times. that's Canesham, the history of Canesham, brought to you by Adam and Nick. It's a fun place. I liked it. It was. It was. You never saw the development, though, did you? Anyway, this isn't a conversation for now. <laughs> Yeah, two old men. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so uh, Nick is going to be filling in for Rob. Um, we're going to be still going to be talking about films. We're going to be talking about storytelling um, and play some sound checks as well. Um, I've encouraged Nick to take over the news. So expect some nerd <laughs> nerd news. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> mm. he can't do- Reference. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be bringing the news today. Um, and uh, it's been quite a week for news, actually, but we will come to that later. It's um, hmm. yeah. it's but, very fun. Yeah. Uh, as part of the segment, we, 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 we're trying to talk about what we've been watching or doing. Hmm. So, Nick, what have you been watching or doing? Uh, doing is... Uh, all I've been doing is watching things and playing games this week because... I went away the week before and didn't get to watch much or play much because I was spending time with the family. Gross. Um, I know. Um, they're probably listening to this now, though. So, um, love you, mum. Yeah. And anyway, so I caught up yeah, on a lot of things. Crossed. Yeah, this fingers crossed. <laughs> I was catching up on a lot of things this week. Um, I caught up on the House on Haunted... Uh, the Everyone gets it wrong. Everyone gets it wrong. <laughs> it's just too similar. Haunting of Haunting Hill House, of Hill House yeah. thank you, um, on Netflix, which uh, is a scary, very, very scary TV series. I think series. it's come up every week. I know, I know, um, so we won't talk about it much. But yeah, I did watch the entire series in one week, um, and possibly it started to bleed into my real life. As in, I was at work, because I'm always the first person at work, so I'd be at work, and I'd start to see things in the corner of my eye, and oh think, dear. "Is no, don't look, don't look. <laughs> the best thing to do in those situations is just not to look and ignore the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Um, I've also watched the entire series of Maniac on uh, I need to watch this mm, really so that's badly. Jonah Hill and... I can never remember her name. The lady from La La Land. Is it Emma Stone? <clears throat> Emma Stone. Yes, that's yeah. the one. So Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was um, it was interesting. It was yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was quite up and down. There was the odd episode that kind of felt a bit fillery, um, but <laughs> there was one particular episode. I think it's episode nine, um, which is the one. If you've anyone out there has seen it, uh, the one with the alien. And what? Yeah. All right. Stop. 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 I want to. Well, watch it. uh, it's basically a Mel Brooks film in a single episode, and it, yeah. It's All right. Very, cool. very good. Cool. Um, 
Uh, what else? I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. Have you heard of this game, Adam? I have. You have? Yeah, it's a small little indie game. Yeah, yeah um, from the... some company called Rockstar, yeah. I think they're called. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've been playing that a lot. Um, That's literally all I've done. Yeah. 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 Every waking me. moment I've been playing that this week. Can you just... Def- would you describe it as playing it? Is it a game? I've been experiencing it. Yeah. Been living in it. Mm. I sp- I'm sure I spent two nights this week just wandering around. Well, I picked it up on, I think it was Tuesday night, um, just got home and I had like an hour before the other half, the better half got home. Um, and I just sat there for an hour and played poker. Yeah. Yeah, I played Dominoes a bit the other D- night. Dominoes is amazing. Yeah, I didn't realise Dominoes could be so fun. Well, it helps when you've got guns. Yeah, it's uh, it, what a game. <laughs> yeah, what a game. It is. It's stupid, stupid game. Um, yeah, there's just so much to do. In mm. fact, maybe we should talk about it in more depth later on. But yeah. um, for now, let's play our first song. Now, this is one I've chosen because when we lived together, uh. A double act formed in the sense of, maybe not a double act, maybe it's the wrong word, a cliche formed. At one point, a girl on the train once pointed out that we were like Statler and Waldorf from The Muppets. Remember that? Yes. Because we were laughing at something or someone. (laughs) We're laughing at everyone. Everyone that walks past. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, But also, uh, we fell into stereotypes like men behaving badly. Yes, which we did actually watch a lot, which is probably why we fell into the I'm stereotype. sure we did it first, though. We, we, we were starting Possibly, to slip yeah. into it and then well, caught up. Well, we just already said that on the first night in our flat, I slept on coats. So, <laughs> hmm. uh, And our friend, my friend Henry came around and slept on a beanbag. Oh, yes. In an empty room. <laughs> Henry, the man that looked like Russell Brand. So Henry, the, the mystical man. Is he still alive? I have no idea. Is he... Every time I phoned him, he was naked. Yeah, yeah. Every time I saw him, he was um, naked, actually. Yeah, well, he didn't know about that. No, no. Uh, but one of the main things as well was The Odd Couple. Mm. We even had a poster made by Mr. Antibus. Yes, I remember that. So with that in mind, let's play a song that sums us up. Here we go. Here's the theme to The Odd Couple. You have one message. Message one. Hi, Screenbucket, it's Christopher Walken. I've got this idea for a new film. It's uh, about this spy who he can't stop dancing. It's his weapon of choice. But the thing is, every time he dances, there's this worm. Now, don't be shocked by the tone of my voice, because I'm just trying to help and come up with this idea for you. And if you are interested, why don't you hit me up and call me, uh... Christopher Walken and uh, bye. You happy with that? Now let me listen to it again. Jeez. Oh, mademoiselle, would you like to have a film discussion? Oh, yes, monsieur. I would love to have an in depth film discussion with you, like I do on screen, bucket. Written and directed by John Hughes. Weird Science was released in 1985. It's a American teen comic science fiction film that stars Elan Mitchell Smith and Anthony Michael Hall, along with Kelly LeBrock. Mm. Kelly LeBrock. Yes. So what happens? Uh, where, did, where do we begin? I mean, it's two kids, what, oh. four, about 14? 
Let's uh, just start by saying that Nick hasn't watched Weird Science before. Oh yeah, last this is, night. yeah, this is my first ever time watching uh, it. Yeah, so yeah. we decided, I decided to put something on that was a bit culty, was a bit fun, and Nick hadn't seen it, so we chose this film. Yes, and I am a bit of a John Hughes fan. Yes, um, I do love like Ferris Bueller is one of my favourite films of all time. Yeah, so me I too. Figured, yeah, let's let's go for that. Um, so tell me what happens. Uh, yeah, so we st- start with the characters of uh, I don't know, Wyatt and Gary. Is it Gary? Yep. Yeah, Wyatt and Gary, who are two 14-year-old boys at school. I think they're 15. 15? I thought they were 14. I think Wyatt's 16. <clears throat> okay, so they're, they're teenagers anyway. Yeah. They're in the high school, um, and they're your stereotypical geeks um, who are obsessed with the other girls in the class. Um, the other all... girls in the class? Well, sorry, the girls. They're not girls, as far as I know. Um... Come on. <laughs> um... People listen to this show. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Clear. This is completely unprofessional. So, yeah, so they um, are obsessed with women, and they decide in their efforts to ha- get a girlfriend to create a girlfriend. Yes. Do you remember how they came to the idea to make a woman? So, Gary and Wyatt are in Wyatt's bedroom. Yep. And Wyatt's a bit of a computer geek, but you don't know this at this stage. It's just kind of dropped in straight after. Well, he has a computer. He, he does, in the same vein as War Games, that kind of yeah, yeah, classic yeah. 80s computer with the telephone. And uh, Gary is... They're talking, and Gary comes up with the idea of creating... A girlfriend. Yeah. Why don't you simulate a girl? Is yeah, that what it says? something like that. Is that I could simulate a girl? Yeah, just, yeah just throw off. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose I can. You know, it's just... The 80s mm. was a magical time. Need to lay this out. When you could do anything you wanted if you had a computer. Yes. Um, you could hack the national yeah. se- security grid, yeah. um, as is in war games. Um, and you can create an AI that represents your perfect woman. Yeah, and you can you can hack into the most elite computer system by going through levels from Star Fox. Yes, yes. <laughs> or um, the old TIE Fighter, X-Wing versus yeah, TIE Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just, yeah navigating mm. your Polygon Labyrinth gets you access to the yes anyway yeah anyway so so yeah they create a woman um played by kelly lebrock called lisa who they named lisa yes, yes yeah and they name it lisa because it's one a girl that gary had a crush on yeah she kicked him in the nuts yes yes <laughs> uh, this film uh and yeah and then lisa yeah well actually before lisa appears what ensues is the maddest possession style Oh, the montage the is mon- beautiful. Yeah, it- we were, this is the thing. I haven't seen this in years. Nick's never seen it. We laughed almost from beginning to end well, of this montage. The sky turns red. Yep. Um, well, they start, it's, all, it's all computer technical magic and typing and, and computer hacking. And then it cuts to them doing like a seance over a Barbie doll. Oh, yes. With yeah. bras on their heads. Yes, like, what, yeah. What? <laughs> Um, and oh, oh, oh on and, it, head. Uh, and it cuts back to them after they're hacking, and they're just covered in sweat. Yes, that well, no, well. but only Wyatt was covered in sweat. No, they both were. Were they? Yeah, oh, yeah. I noticed it with Wyatt. Um, but yeah, and uh, then the door starts to everything goes quiet. It's all calm. You think, oh, thank God, the storm's passed. Yeah, and um, they're hiding underneath their computer table because they notice the door starts to bulge. Yep, which I'm pretty sure would can't. Bulge. I think I said that at the time. Yeah, yeah. don't question. That's yeah. of all the things. <laughs> um, and yeah, the door bursts open, a bit of smoke, um, red smoke, and out comes Lisa. Um, yes. Mm. In her underwear. In her underwear. And 
basically she's the perfect woman as far as a 15 16 year old yeah, they, kid they, is they basically programmed the perfect woman they they fed in they, they into fed... the computer they fed bits of paper <laughs> it was, it was images picture, from cosmo and a picture of albert einstein yeah 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 well they wanted albert einstein's brain but they they had pictures from cosmo and playboy to make the perfect yes, woman yes and they ended up with kelly lebrock yes um who the first thing they do is have a shower with yes <laughs> yeah uh, well you know kelly lebrock invites them to have a shower and she's naked so she's like what twenty five years old? You reckon in this? That's a good question. Yeah, she's, she's definitely older. She's definitely older. It's a bit creepy. And she's an older woman having a shower with two teenage boys. But it's okay because they still got their clothes on. Yeah, yeah, still wearing their jeans because <laughs> they're um, too nervous. What's the line she has? You guys are just looks at their trousers. Too um, frigid. If you, no, if you want to do this again, you need to, uh, loosen up. Something like that. Yeah. If we're gonna have any kind of fun together. You guys had better loosen up. And then it camera pans down there and all yeah. the clothes. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. And then Lisa, so it starts initially. She's a, a sex object. Yes, they they create her for this reason, but she very quickly becomes like. Well, she, there's actually a great um, summing up from someone who I'm just going to find out who it is, um, who basically says that she's sexy Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's a very good point. Mm. Yeah, she essentially becomes a guide to break out of their shell, because they're nerds. It's, it's, she's encouraging them to break out of their shell yes. and, um, and become active members of society. And become more self-confident. Um, yeah, confident. So, yeah, so she takes them to a bar, and there's a very dodgy scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were like, uh, this is funny, but is this wrong? It, well, you wouldn't get away with it nowadays. It's basically, it's like a New Orleans jazz bar it turns into. Yes. Um, but it starts off as an American trucker. Yeah, I guess of, so. Yeah. yeah. But um, Gary Gary gets drunk and starts talking like them. <laughs> and it's funny at first, but it just goes on a little bit too long yeah and you think okay they could get away with it in 1985 but um i mean it's mm. it's kind of okay because it's not at the expense of the african-americans in the bar yeah yeah they are part of the joke and yeah. they almost they almost win at the end anyway cause yes they, yeah they, yeah they start laughing at them but yeah and there's a few moments like that where you're like this feels dirty well there's all through the film yeah there's bits like that so you've got the bit in the bar um you've then got the next morning so Wyatt and Gary I mean Gary's very drunk um and you know proceeds to vomit into Wyatt's sink yeah Um, yeah. and uh that night Gary goes to bed and Wyatt stays up with Lisa and there's kind of a question of whether they actually yeah. I mean, he wakes up the next morning in her underwear. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, and that's the other thing to bear in mind. Um, Wyatt's got an older brother. Played by the legendary Bill Paxton. Yes, Chet, his name is. The best way to describe him is it like a slightly psychopathic shut-in who loves guns. I compared him at the time to, um, I mean, I know it's a bit of a stereotype, but in Wet Hot American Summer, Paul Rudd's character. Um, uh, he's less affable than that yeah he's more of a psychopath yeah he kind you can see but when did aliens come out 80 that was before weird science wasn't it yes 
So it's as if John Hughes saw the character that Bill Paxton played in Aliens and said, I want you to do that, but be a complete... No. No? 86. Because it's a very... Maybe he's just became a little bit typecast. It's possible they did it at the same time. Yeah, possibly. Um, Probably sets next door to each other (laughs) and he just, you know, stayed in character. Well, Aliens was... Filmed around the corner, it was not sure, wasn't it? But anyway, so uh, yeah, Bill Paxton, he is an absolute psychopath. Um, well, he he finds them, doesn't he? No, the next morning. That's right. The next morning, he comes downstairs, and Lisa's prepared a wonderful breakfast. Yes, for uh, for Wyatt, who he, and eggs. he immediately claims it and finds his brother. Uh, but he does offer to fry an egg for him. Yeah. Yeah, he I guess. Th- he throws the egg into the ceiling, it cracks and lands in the frying pan with shell and all, and he goes, there you are, breakfast. Yeah, he's mm. an older brother bully, and yes. he, 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 he steals money from him and yep. stuff. Um, but he sees his younger brother in the woman's underwear. <laughs> he and- just doesn't, he doesn't mention it first. He doesn't mention it at first. It's sort of, he walks back in. Yeah, yeah. And then he notices it. He, he freaks out. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, very, very funny. Yeah. And the best bit is when he, he pulls the towel off. Yeah. <laughs> Cover so, yourself up. Cover yourself up. And he's now just naked. And like, please, God. Oh, it's fantastic. Really yes. funny joke. Um, and Lisa does hide from him at first. Yeah, they never, they're never in the same room. And there's always a question of how they're going to introduce yeah, Lisa to what will to happen them. when Chet, the I'm the best thing in the world, mm. when he meets Lisa, who's very challenging, how they will actually clash well and, yeah and it's beyond that as well because um there's the high school bully template high school bully characters oh yes uh played by robert downey because yep. he's not junior at this point no he's not no he's robert downey maybe um, he got downgraded maybe uh downey graded um and oh, so this is what you're in for so sorry uh and uh, i don't know who the other chap is um i don't know if he's done i don't know if there's anyone really. else either no robert rustler no idea Nope, um, but yeah, and uh, she she sort of seduces hit them. Well, there's a great teases them. Yeah, there's a, the, the first time they see her, um, so they're the ones that bully um, uh, Gary and Wyatt right from the start. So Lisa um, teases the high school bully jock characters. Yes, and um, who well, aren't who aren't treating their girlfriends right? No, exactly. And like, this becomes the main point of the story is to get Wyatt and Gary Gary to uh break out of their shells and go out with these girls. Yes. So it becomes a love square? Yes. No, no, no. Love octagon. Uh, a love There's loads a, of a love parallelogram. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it whole becomes this the classic John Hughes um boy must defer- get girl and Yeah. Yeah. The growing up and yes. facing your your challenges and there's some great cameos Wes from Mad Max 2. Yes, who is the same character. Just amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I strongly enjoy it, although perhaps each year it might get a bit more difficult to watch. Well, that's the trouble as we, um, as a as a society, get a lot more... Um, woke. Yes, woke is the perfect word, isn't it? So, But then John Hughes, there's always been the questions of things like that. And Yeah, 16 mm, Candles is yes, a dodgy... Yeah. Well, actually, in subject. this perfect... So there is a moment um, between Lisa and Wyatt where they actually do kiss, um, like full-on mm. snog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading a bit of trivia where... 
I was reading a bit of trivia where Wyatt actually, or the Elan who played Wyatt, actually did stick his tongue down Kelly LeBron's throat. Um, and she turned around to him and said, "If you do that again, I'll kick your ass." Really? So, yeah. Oh dear. So yeah, but then that's a twenty-five-year-old woman-ish kissing a fourteen-year-old boy. So yes. yes. Anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed Weird Science, despite all its um, cultural problems yeah um it was actually a very enjoyable very john fun. hughes film and the uh yeah i love it and it's inspired many music videos and many many references to many many things it's, yes it's good fun if a little bit hard to watch it it almost be better as a modern film taken sort of a parody approach that's an interesting yeah because you've got like the f word yeah, six letter F word that is only ever heard in AC's films. But yes, I think it's solid watching. Yes, and if take you, it with a pinch of salt. Maybe. Yeah, if you enjoy those kinds of eighties uh, coming of age films, then go watch Weird Science. Yeah, but watch Ferris Bueller more. Yes, definitely Ferris Bueller anytime. <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's put a song on. You have one message. Message one. Now listen here, you twice. Me out here. I'm very disappointed that I wasn't in the trailer for Detective Pikachu. Tim Wacker doesn't even get a mention. But I don't give me respect around here. I don't know what I'm going to do, but we'll certainly come down hard. I'm going to get Jesse to write a naughty review about your podcast. James will come round and eat your cheese. Yes, meow. That's right. Adam's Film Reviews. Overlord. 2018. Three months ago, I was cutting grass in my front yard. And the mailman shows up with a letter from the army. Now I'm here. There's no idea where I'm going to end up. Welcome to France. What happened here? Some questions aren't good answers. Soldiers out there, and there's only four of us. Find out what's inside that compound. by Julius Avery, Overlord opens on the night before D-Day. Sent in ahead of the main invasion fleet is a squad of paratroopers, including Privates Boyce, Tibbet, Rosenfeld and Corporal Ford, a demolitions expert. Their mission? To take down a German radio tower by the following morning to secure the skies for the Allied air support. As seen on the trailer, things don't go so well, and after a truly horrific sequence as the plane is taken down by German anti-aircraft guns. Barely a handful of troopers are left walking. As they make their way to a nearby French village, the squad run into Chloe, 
a French woman who has no love for the occupied Nazis in her home. With the radio tower in their sights, the troopers prepare to make their move, but with, but with whispers of the villagers being taken against their will into the German compound, Boyce is quick to discover that there's something much more sinister going on behind closed doors. Overlord is incredibly good fun. From the truly harrowing intro to the explosive ending, Overlord never pauses to wink at the audience. It plays things straight and is better for it. I'll say it now, it's not your standard horror film. If anything, it's more Resident Evil than 28 Days Later. But the best thing of all, the film could work as a tense and thrilling World War II action film. The horror element almost forces its way in, changing the odds and mixing things up, leading to some early laughs on the straight-faced reactions from our heroes. The performances are all solid, with Joven Adepo and Wyatt Russell standing out the most. Mephilda Oliver also goes beyond the cliché and stands out on screen. So much so, I'm surprised she's not been in more. In summary then, go and watch Overlord. It has a limited release, but if you can find the time to see it, do. We have precious little hard 18 films these days, and this is definitely one to celebrate. They have been given a purpose. And the news at when, when, now. This is the news. This week, we said goodbye to two industry giants. Stan Lee passed away at the age of 95, and there was an enormous outpouring from people from all walks of life. It really showed just how much of an impact his Marvel creations had on the world. Marvel and Disney released a heartwarming joint statement with Bob Iger, the Disney chairman himself, saying... Stan Lee was as extraordinary as the characters he created. A superhero in his own right to Marvel fans around the world, Stan had the power to inspire, to entertain, and to connect. The scale of his imagination was only exceeded by the size of his heart. <sighs> yes. I think enough people have had their tributes to Stan Lee, but it is a massive shame. Mm. Well, that... he was 95, and... The biggest... The biggest sadness for me is that he had such trouble at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> well, his wife, the you know, who was almost as much of a legend as him in Marvel lore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She died last year, was it? Yeah. Mm. But he had all these legal issues, the knee and, and mm. representation problems, and yeah, it's just a shame he couldn't just retire quietly. But well, yeah. But you know, he's yeah. We'll miss Stanley. We'll miss his cameos. Um. Always entertaining. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was actually writing something at the end, apparently, with his daughter. Dirt Man. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if anything comes of that. Yeah. But we also bid farewell to the writing legend William Goldman, the mastermind behind such classics as Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and The Princess Bride. Mr. Goldman was 87. His death led to celebrities such as Mia Farrow, Ben Stiller, and even one of your favourites, Adam, Dom Jolly, who quoted mm. the man himself in his tweet, Life is pain. Anyone who says differently is selling something. <laughs> Rest in peace, William Goldman. Yes. 
In less morbid news, the first trailer for Pokemon Detective Pikachu landed Yay. this week. <laughs> to much surprise. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but when I heard Ryan Reynolds would be voicing Pikachu all those months back, I was in absolute horror. But this trailer, just wow. I was sent it by Rob, mm-hmm. and I was fully Who? expecting... Who's Rob? Yeah, enough of that. <laughs> I was fully expecting to hate it. Yeah, I was prepared to pour scorn all over the place. Well, I, I grew up absolutely loving Pokemon. I was completely obsessed with it. I'd never actually... You Were you as obsessed as I was? Oh, I was hugely yeah, obsessed. Yeah. By, when I ended it, I ended it. <clears throat> yeah. I ended yeah. my involvement. Yeah, see, I've actually been like... I mean, I picked up the last Pokemon game, Pokemon Moon, on 3DS, which came out last year, I think. What? Yeah, I still... And I, actually, I played it all on holiday. Literally just sat two oh weeks next to God. the pool, just playing my 3DS and getting the suntan. So, well... Pokemon Yellow... That was the last one you played. I never played Pokemon Yellow. Oh, no, I played Crystal, but I didn't own it. No, but, yeah, anyway, so it, yeah, Ryan Reynolds voices Pikachu, and it looks hilarious, as Ryan Reynolds often is. Yes. Um, Mr. Mime makes an appearance in the trailer as well, which is... Sinister. Yeah. <laughs> I really... There's a lot of negative feedback about the uh, their furriness and uh, Yeah, texture. right. Jigglypuff. Okay, this is the biggest one that I've seen. People have been complaining about that little squiggle of hair. Yeah. Now, what else could it be? I know, right? If it isn't hair, then the only other possibility is that it's a bit of floppy, fleshy skin, which is, is just horrific. Yeah, but get it together, people. Pikachu is a mouse. Yeah, of course it's going to be fluffy. exactly. Oh, but anyway, look, people. What? This is why the world is coming to an end. Adam. I'm just glad that Jinx wasn't in it. Duh. Hello, mm. uh, Dad. Hello, <laughs> Ash. <laughs> oh, uh, you're my trainer now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, right, on the same day, we also got the first peek at Toy Story 4. I'll buy some pegs. I'll buy some pegs, Ash. For the rest of this uh, radio show, we'll feature Jinx. Sorry? Oh, um, uh, I don't, I don't know if that, do we, do we have any of that? Um, no, no, there's, there's none of that around here, Jinx. Uh, maybe try next door, Jinx. Yep, yep. <laughs> Can my trainer come in and use your toilet? I'm, um, I'm afraid the toilet's out of order at the moment, Jinx. Um, That's why I fix it. Um, can you? Are you? Are you registered a plumber as a plumber? Are you tra- fully trained as a plumber? I don't really. I got. I got HP. No, was it <laughs> PP? No, what is it? Are called? you thinking of the electrician certificate Part P? No. <laughs> HM05. <laughs> the 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 teachable. Robert T- here, tell me. TM05. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> but HM was a thing. I think it might have been. HM was um, the special ones, like surf right, and cut. Okay, okay. I see. What nerds. Yes, um, cut. That's how you got to the little hidden areas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> as I was Cypher. saying, Scyther was in the trailer as well. I don't know if you know. Was he? Yeah, he's like flying favorite. around, you know. But on the same day, as I was saying, we also got the first peek at Toy Story 4. Um, it ha- did have me very excited, I must admit. Um, but it did kind of fall under the radar slightly with Detective Pikachu somewhat overshadowing yeah. it. Are you not that bothered about Toy Story 4? No, really. Are you a big Toy Story fan? Nah. See, Toy Story, I, I mean, someone once asked me recently, 
five movies I would take to a desert island that I could watch again and again, and I would have the first Toy Story in that, because I think I could watch that again and again and never get bored of it. It's, yeah, it's just that it was my childhood. Was yeah, that? I guess, but, uh, uh, the moment's passed, surely. Well, uh, they did fix that, the fact that it fell under the radar, a little with a second trailer featuring comedian duo Michael Key, Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key, I've got his name right. Key and Peel, listen. All right. Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peel, um, who will be voicing the roles of Ducky and Bunny, to join the previously revealed character of Forky, voiced by the incredible Tony Hale. I think I missed this. Did you? Second trailer. It's like a reaction trailer. So oh, it's, right. it's Key and Peel, their characters talking about the oh. new Toy Story 4 trailer. Oh, it's so meta. Yeah. It was very good. It was very good in <coughs> And we also, in the news this week, Adam, uh, had our first cast member announced for Jon Favreau's new Star Wars TV series, The Mandalorian. Oh! Now, are you fussed about The Mandalorian? Um, I... yes. You are fussed, good. Yes. Now, in uh, a good way or a bad way? Yeah, in a good way. Oh, I think good. it's, um, I think Star Wars is... needs some new stuff going well, on. It needs a re- refresh in a way it does it? yeah like, and I think a TV series might be the way to go well I've thought this a TV series we've, we've had the um, animated you know Clone Wars and stuff like that yeah Clone Wars was good Rebels yeah um, um, I don't think I've even seen Rebels so. um, but yeah so we have had that but we've never had a live action TV series set in the Star Wars universe and no. maybe that's what it needs and I'm hoping with my knowledge of what the what it'll be about it's in sense a bounty hunter. I'm hoping they might uh, reinvigorate some of the um, 1313 stuff. What? Oh, 1313. Remember that's, that's the saddest thing that that never came to pass. Yeah. Um, now, interestingly, you said it's about a bounty hunter. Do we know it's definitely about no, a bounty hunter? No, we don't. It's just called the Mandalorian. But in, in this thing, Star Wars lore, Mandalorians are a race of honor-bound bounty hunters. Now, were they bounty hunters or were they warriors? I thought they were like the Klingon of the Star Wars universe. No, they were closer to the Predators. Oh, hmm, interesting. There's honour in hunting. Yeah. Or but they were mercenaries or anyway. The Krogan. No, not the Krogan, sorry. The. Oh, no! What were they called? The. K- it begins with a K, right? What? From Star Trek Voyager. Oh, oh. Oh, God. This is going ultimate geek now. Uh, what are they called? See them. someone out there. See them. There is someone out there screaming. They sat there in their car listening to this, screaming at us. Is it you? Called. Is it you? Yes. To it. Yes, it is. Kiran? Okay. You look it up while I carry on with the news. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the cast member that was announced for the mandalorian was one pedro pascal of narcos and kingsman 2 fame um i'm very excited about this because i do like pedro pascal um he is uh, very good in what i've seen him in so far and i think he'll fit into a john favreau led series um together with the right on on no not the Kazon. yes no Kazon. the Kazon were in the first series i oh, know they're the dumb ones yeah the ones that should never have been in it cause sorry it was, sorry carry on <laughs> <laughs> and from what I know of the writing, That's this one, Hero, 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 we were nowhere near with the K, were we? Uh. 
anyway, so yeah, The Mandalorian with Pedro Pascal, and there's episodes written by uh, there's Bryce Dallas Howard and um, Taika Waititi as well. Yes, which I'm very excited. Yeah, so it's it's all shaping together to potentially be very good. Could that lead it to it being bad though? That's the question because sometimes when you look at something and think, well, how can it be bad? It's got everything in the right place, and then it turns out to be. Hmm. Yes, I think I would love anything that Bryce Dallas Howard creates. Or Taika Waititi. Yes, indeed. Mm. Yeah. Um, but Bryce Dallas Howard. Taika Waititi. If you're listening, Bryce. If you're listening, Bryce, um, we do need an actress for an upcoming role. That, um, yes, we do. Be- we do. <laughs> yeah. Get in touch. Twitter. <laughs> At Street underscore Bucket. Also in the news this week, Tom Hardy was made a CBE yes, I saw by this. Prince Charles. Um, do you think he's deserving of it now? Um, do you think he's done enough to be honoured? Do they just like Mad Max? Is that a Buckingham Palace uh, favourite? Uh, is it Mad Max or is it going to be Venom? Or Bane. Bane, yeah. I, can, I can't imagine the Queen actually, um, yeah. or Prince Charles actually, I can imagine sat there doing his Bane impressions, you know. Yeah, yeah. Camilla, is Camilla! Good morning. You want to cut the Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yes, Tom Hardy was made a CBE. This is very long. What are you talking about? What's the next, yeah, the next bit of news was Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Yay! It has outsold Red Dead Redemption 1 in its first 12 days. Hmm. Now, what I mean by that is in the entire run of Red Dead Redemption 1, it sold less than what Red Dead Redemption 2 sold in 12 days. Yeah. Are Rockstar now unstoppable? Yes. They've always been unstoppable for a while. Because like the news that GTA (laughs) 5 is now the biggest selling piece of media in the history of the world. It's outsold everything, including like Michael Jackson's thriller. I mean, how is that even possible? It's only been out for five years. So has it been out for five years? Yeah, I know. 2013, I think it um, came out. Yeah, but, you know, the, we live in a different culture now. There's, We were talking about this the other day, or yesterday, in fact. Um, we now live in a hype culture. Well, with Twitter and Instagram. and Echo chambers are yes, just the hype. Yeah. Where Red Dead Redemption was a fantastic game, and everyone I know loved it. You didn't have the same buzz about it because no one talked about it in the well, same way. It did also have development hell, um, where uh, Rockstar San Diego, I think, were doing it originally, um, and they basically <laughs> experienced a lot of problems um, and never completed the game, and Rockstar, the big corporate side of Rockstar, had to basically send all the studios in to finish really? it off. Really? Yeah. So I don't know any about that. It's why there's a lot of bugs in it and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that was a part of it because a lot of people expected it to be bad, whereas this one is, you know, it was just hyped to the yeah, true masses. Um, uh, and the last bit of news this week that we'll be covering: Doctor Who has announced that it will not be on Christmas Day this year. Boo! It'll only be on New Year's Day. Now you say boo, but have you? Would you have been watching it anyway? Yes. 
Christmas. But are you caught up with Doctor no. Who? No. So you would have watched it anyway, even yeah. though... Oh, I probably would have watched the series. But Doctor mm. Who is such a solid part of well, Christmas Day. Well, it's always, like, Christmas Day, what, it used to be on around 6 o'clock, didn't it? And everyone would gather round and... Gather round. Gather, gather round and watch, um... <laughs> Nicholas Weed. <laughs> and oh, watch... Wow, I'm <laughs> Weed. I'm waiting to woes. Everyone would gather around and watch the, uh, the, the Doctor Who Christmas special, wouldn't they? Where's um, my medicine? Yeah, so and that, that is the news this week, Adam. Yay! It has been quite a busy week, um, but yeah. Screen bucket on no part FM. Beep boop. You have one message. Message one. Hello? Jodie Whittaker here, just coming in to say sorry about not being on Christmas Day. New Year's Day instead, yeah. I'm Doctor Who now, and it's right fun. Anyway, just uh, do you want to go walk the whippet off uh, on Christmas Day, so having a nice day off, drink some Yorkshire tea. Anyway, I hope it's not too much of a trouble, and uh, looking forward to when you actually watch the show. Anyway, uh, I'll see you later. Bye. Hello again. It's us from the podcast. Hello. Um, hope you're enjoying what you've heard so far. Um, just thought that while Nick's here, yes. Now, me and Nick, uh, we obviously lived together for a while, as we've said. Mm-hmm. We've done some writing together. <coughs> yes. Didn't really go anywhere. No. But we did experiment with stuff. And one of the things we uh, worked on for a while, although we didn't get anything written down. What are you thinking? The cloud of our brains worked on it very hard. We pondered writing a sitcom, didn't we? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? Um, us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is it's such it's so, like, cliche. Yeah. It's the worst thing ever. And I think we were aware of it at the time. Well, we basically <laughs> wanted a, a present-day Men Behaving Badly or Spaced or something like that. I think the the nugget of concept came from Seinfeld yes bit. yeah well we, you, you had just massively got into it at that time and yeah. was forcing it on me which I'm glad on I, I love Seinfeld um but yeah we were well it was the really at the time I think a lot of the comedy was quite airy fairy yeah uh lots of weird wonderful stuff and I was like yeah but we want a grounded like life is awful yes uh show which uh, new girls, two broke girls. Yeah, new girl. That it started happening at the same yes, time. Yeah, so I think yeah. we weren't influenced by it, but it was obvious that, that was the curve. Yeah, everything was going. And we were basing it on real life stories that we were doing. Yes, and part of the part of the setting would be living in a flat with no furniture, and then each episode we'd be working on getting a new piece of furniture. Yes, and having a story around it, um, such as when we tried to get. When I managed to haggle a charity shop on a <laughs> sofa. <laughs> yeah. I uh, remember this very well. And it you t- surprised me with, <laughs> oh, um, uh, I, p- I popped into a charity shop while I was in Bristol. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what did you get? Oh, um, yeah, I, b- I bought an, uh, an armchair and a sofa. <laughs> right. And uh, um, uh, uh, what was it? An armoire or whatever it was. Did I get that then? Yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> All in one big bundle of 60 pounds <laughs> it was great but bear in mind at the time we were on garden furniture yes uh well we we had the like we said earlier the, the mattress was yes. our sofa 
um, we had, uh, you said about garden furniture, it was camping chairs. Yes, camping chairs. Yeah. You had the camping chair because it was yours yes. and I had the mattress because I didn't have anything. Um, yeah, and that was our living room. Yes. Um, and then, uh, yeah, managed to get this this furniture. And... Which, can I just say, by the way, that furniture, so it was a three-piece sofa yes. and a big, chunky, old-style armchair. Um, the most comfortable furniture that like, it didn't look good and there was a weird black yes there was obvious someone had probably died yes, on that sofa definitely mm. um and but they were still unbelievably comfortable yes the chair i love that chair. well i've still got the chair it's in storage is it really yeah i'm just waiting for have a house big enough to get it out again um when the the story comes from when the, the delivery guys dropped yeah. off the stuff and we got some of it upstairs they took one look at the door uh and said no we can't get the sofa in. Which nah. we didn't believe them, did we? No, we didn't. No. They said, no, nah, can't do it. Uh, do you want us to take it back? Or No, no. Like, no. What? What? You didn't even the... try. It's, it's our sofa. You're leaving it here. Yeah. Um, so I took the doors off the hinges. Yeah. And uh, Got the sofa about... sort of Just to set it up right, our, our front door um, was at the back of a shop mm. and you were immediately greeted by some quite steep stairs. Yes, and narrow stairs as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a wide staircase. <clears throat> no. Um, so we got the sofa about halfway in. Yes, yes. Um, you were... Were you outside or inside? I, can't I think I was inside. You were inside and I was outside. So I was pulling up. Um, our friend Simon, Mr. Antropus, he um, turned up at some point no, as well. well. not... I don't think he did. Was he later? He was way later. Was he later? Because did... we were... We got it in... And then it was stuck. Yes. And we went... A bit wedged. We can't do anything now. Yeah. So we were going to call for Mark, another friend of ours. Yes. Who was in the area. Yeah, yeah. I think he was playing was for the football, football team. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we, we tried to ring him. I think we couldn't get through. Yeah. So we waited. We stopped. We down tools and we sat on the sofa on yeah. the stairs and waited for Mark to be available. And I seem to remember I needed the toilet as well. And you told me I should go to the park that was just around the corner oh, right. toilets. And you were like, just go to the park, just go to the toilet there. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to Well, you weren't going to climb up the sofa. I think I did. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember sitting there. The The main thing is sitting there for at least an hour, maybe yes, two, waiting yeah. for Mark, and he never showed up. So we went, I'll sod it, and just pulled the sofa up. Yeah. Cracked open the ceiling, knocked well, all the plaster you, off. You, you've forgotten the nice, friendly gentleman that came and helped us. Oh, I completely forgot about the old that. the old man that was just walking past and said, "You you boys need a hand." <laughs> um, yes, okay, and he he, he lifted up the back. Was that and... when it it was initially stuck in the door? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he um yeah he helped us. Nice friendly old man. Thank you, nice friendly old man. Yes. Mm. No one dies of old age though. No, nope. no. Set by the wolves. <laughs> but yeah, we got it up and um, we yeah we we damaged almost the entire flat on the way. We up. got it in though. Yeah, it did go in. It and did it was an in. amazing sofa. Stupid delivery man. Yeah, no can't faith. Get it in. Yeah. So that would have been. See, this is the thing, and the episode I would have written about that would have just been when we were waiting. Yes, it, it would have just been us sitting on the sofa <laughs> yep. waiting for someone to help. Yeah, I think that's still a goer. I think. Yeah, well, we. We'll see how it goes. If anyone steals this idea, I'm coming for you. Well, we've got loads of other ones. We're going to have a, a carnivorous washing machine, won't we? Oh, that washing machine. <sighs> oh, the loudest. Was- oh, I, I, I was genuinely in fear of it. That's the thing. Every yeah. time it went off, I was like thinking the flat was going to fall down. It did. It was, yes. God knows what the shop belief us for. Wow. 
Because they must have had their stock shaking. <laughs> the lights swinging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It that's was a, a good little flat. I missed that flat. I missed that flat as well. Mm. It was actually... And it's mind-boggling how cheap it was for what it was. Well, yeah. I mean, we were... They they never renegotiated the rent, did they? It was always stayed at the same rent. And I think that was at the period when rent skyrocketed. Um, But yeah, when I moved out, we did get quite a bit of a charge for cleaning the carpets. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But there you go. Pints of body liquid in there. Well, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how my laptop still worked after that. Oh dear! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pint of beer. Oh, I see. <laughs> followed by. Mm. All right. Mm. Oh dear. Right. Back to, back to the show. Run away. So, Nick, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yes, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, like you and me both quite love our westerns. Yes, and I feel uh, more than partly responsible. Yes, you are yeah. like, entirely responsible for my love of westerns. I mean, my my granddad did always used to watch them, mm. and I remember one of my uh, memories of my granddad is sat watching Painter Wagon with him. Oh yeah, which was, yeah, um, yeah. That was probably the first western I remember watching. We were we were Clint Eastwood almost exclusively. Yes, yeah. Or to be specific, Sergio Leone more specifically. Yes, because um, there's also Once Upon a Time in the West, which uh, yeah. after watching it. That one Sunday afternoon with you. Day. Sorry, yeah, we took an entire day, and I still remember the meal that we had, which we talked about this recently, and you didn't remember the meal. I don't remember the meal. But I remember it. I call it a meal. Um, <laughs> it was kind of just mince, turkey mince to be specific. Um, with, Cheaper, presumably. Yeah, with your weird concoction of spices, and we just had it with bread, the cheap bread from oh, Tesco. Oh, yes, actually, that was nice. It was. It, it was, was so nice. It was just Otso cubes and yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what it was is our internet was really slow for some reason yes, that day, and we so we kept having to pause the y- y- streaming, yeah, buffer, and, and let it buffer, and then we, oh, let's go go do some shopping, and then we come back and yeah. watch a bit more. Yeah. Um, but once upon a time in the West, I'm not. I'm sure it's it's fairly well known for this. If you're going to watch one western, it's once upon a time in the West. Oh yeah, definitely. It is. It, it, it basically takes all of the stuff that Sergio Leone did with his other films uh-huh. and puts them all together in one yeah. very long but incredible package. Epic, um, real epic. And it's Charles Bronson. Yes. Uh, and uh, Henry Ford. Uh, oh, God. Henry Fonda. Sorry, Fonda. got that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. He's remarkable. That's the thing. It, it, it just brings together all of the best sort of tropes and characters. And Charles Bronson's character... Doesn't, he doesn't have a name, does he? Do they reveal a name? It's just the man with the harmonica. It's just the man with yeah. the harmonica. His reason for seeking revenge is quite on the nose and quite shocking. Quite yeah. More so than any other um, well, man with no name stories, I think. Yeah, because if you take like the Clint Eastwoods, in the, as the man with no name previously, was just, you know, your stereotypical good guy he, he yeah he would wander into town find an issue and resolve it not always willingly no but he would resolve it in the end uh, blondie yes he would, i think it's one of his names um yeah and i think why i love red dead redemption 2 where some people were complaining about it the pace the pace mm. i think it i think it's once upon a time in the west yeah although the characters are different but i think it has that 
atmosphere to it. Well, if you more take, so than the first game, anyway. Like a lot of people, when they've been playing, they've been complaining about that opening in the snow, and that I mean, it made straight away. I think just because of the setting, more than anything, it reminded me of Hateful Eight. Yes, um, which is the best western, in my opinion, of the last God, twenty years. Um, Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's probably more than twenty years now. Yeah, it is actually. I think. Uh, wow, I don't know. Um, I mean, Tombstone. When did Tombstone come out? Oh, that was way before. Yeah. Tombstone's the f- fantastic. Though. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it. I do need to watch it, but I know that a lot of people do hold it in yeah, very Kurt high regards. Phenomenal in that. Um, but yeah, it's um, that that sort of really slow attention to detail that yes. Quentin Tarantino, you can tell he's an absolute worshipper of Sergio Leone, and that's what Sergio Leone did so wonderfully well, is that attention to detail, the smaller, finer parts of Mm. the scene and the characters and what's going on around and what the characters do. Well, Ennio Morricone, though, not not such a big fan of Tarantino. Did you hear about this? Really? Well, he did the soundtrack to Hateful Eight, didn't he? He did, and he won... Did he won an Oscar? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Certainly nominated. I think he did win. But... He doesn't like Tarantino. He, I think, recently said something along the lines of all he does is recycle old stuff. Well, basically plagiarise. Yeah, and I would agree with that to a degree. But, I mean, personally, I don't have a problem with that in this day and age. Well, you can, you can say that uh, you can be a, mo- a collage artist. You don't have to, you know, taking art that already exists and cutting into bits and sticking them back together is art. Yeah. It's not... Plagiarism, you're still creating something out of what already exists. Well, this is the thing, and it's the same thing. There is the argument that <laughs> sound like Battlestar Galactica. What's come before will happen again, and that, that is art. All art is just fashion. Certainly comes in cycles. Uh, well, but no, but all art is just insp- has to be inspired by something. Yes, and even Sergio Leone, I'm sure, must have got his inspiration from somewhere from the old Italian. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. That's no. something I probably would appreciate delving into. Yeah. But Red Dead Redemption Two, I think. I mean, we're both at similar levels. We're not. We haven't. We've played it for hours, but we haven't gone too far into the story. It sums it up. I'm. I'm. I'm a part of a nerdy Facebook group, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a thing that sort of a chat on there about Red Dead Redemption Two and people complaining about the pace, which yeah. was frustrating me. Um, but someone did say, put a comment on there saying that they were thoroughly enjoying the pace um, and they're enjoying taking their time with things, and that they had spent seven hours playing it and had only just got to the end of chapter two. Yes. And I was slightly concerned by this because I was about 30 hours in Bloody and hell. was at the same point. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I enjoy being in that world. Yes. And I think our comparison to Once Upon a Time in the West, I think it's quite apt because the opening mm. to Once Upon a Time in the West is so slow. Yes. that There's a whole point in the train station it's essentially three uh, goons are sent to intercept uh, Charles Bronson. Mm. And they're just waiting for the train. Well, there's like, And it is one of my favourite shots in cinema is the bit with he's sat there and he's got the fly mm-hmm. crawling across his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, It's just incredible. And just the sound. They've just got a swinging... Uh, well, it's a, yeah. It's like a weather vane thing. I'm yeah. not sure exactly what it is. Uh, and it's just going round, and that's yeah. all you hear. And then, even when the train arrives, 
and then it leaves, and then you just got Charles Bronson on the other side. Yeah. Even then, it stays mm. so slow. Ah, oh, it's just. It's just. It just draws you into this world. Red Dead Redemption. I couldn't even tell you specifically what the plot is because I haven't really got there yet. Well, except to say that you are you're playing a guy called Arthur. Arthur Morgan. Who is uh, Mr. Morgan? He's like. The lieutenant to a big gang leader. The Vanderlind gang. Yes, uh, led by Dutch, mm. guy called Dutch, who on the surface is quite affable, he's quite friendly and wise. If. The vibe I get, and this might be wrong, the vibe I get is that the gang starts spreading out and starts like, the more the, my, my impression is that people are going to start doubting Dutch. Well, yeah, I mean, I've just got to the beginning of chapter three. Um, which is the first time you move your camp, and okay, trying I'm to keep, that far, yeah, yeah, trying to keep spoilers low because yeah. <clears throat> obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, you there, there's all these different missions you do, so you can go and do all the side missions with the strangers around the world and all stuff like that. Um, but you also have the missions with your gangmates. Yes, and in those missions you as you're riding to the different places and locations um you have conversations with uh, those people yeah, yeah, yeah. there's kind of a really r- rudimentary conversation mechanic in it yeah and you get to know the characters quite a lot more so there's characters like uh, bill and javier for example that in the first game you they were complete and utter they're just bosses they're just well, yeah, evil exactly yeah they were evil that's the perfect word yeah, yeah. they were the bad guys in this you're actually getting to know why they become that and yes. that you actually they're, they're nice people just stuck in a world where, that is well there's yeah. th- th- i've already seen that there's a lot of um commentary on how they the gang aren't wanted in this world anymore that mm. the west has moved on and that's yes. a recurring thing um well they keep saying about going back to the west yes yeah they do yeah um there's a general thing i i feel while playing the game is everything you do is wrong Yes. Even when you save someone, it's wrong. Yes. Like, for example, you could save someone who's being who's claiming they're innocent, they've been captured by a bounty hunter or the law, and then you save them, and then they say, oh, by the way, you can rob this farm up here. You well, go, what? Yeah, but well, this is actually a very interesting point, because there is an honour system in the game, Yeah. Um, sort of similar to back in the one I think of as Knights of the Republic, um, where you do good things or bad things, and it affects whether you're... Well, there was an honour system in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but it wasn't anywhere near as important I to guess. the story, I, I guess. Um, and it didn't have an impact on the world either. So, you, mm. it would rem- so if you ransacked a town, for example... That town would be hostile to you yes. for like an hour, and then they would forget all about it. Yeah, I guess. in this they won't forget until yeah. you do something. I accidentally punched my horse and got a bounty. Yep, yep. Because that doesn't I mean, seem fair. If you, if you, what? How do you accidentally punch a horse? I was just pressing buttons. I, but the, I would say there's one issue gameplay wise. Mm. There's a lot of fiddly holding more than yeah, one well, button. Yeah, it's a rock star game. It's annoying though. Yeah. And I, that's the first time I've ever noticed that. No, but, how, how many buttons am I pressing? See, this brings me back to the um, slowness of the game. Mm. A lot of people have struggled with the controls and accidentally doing things that get the bounty on their head or whatever. Yeah. But I find if you take it slow, as the pace wants you to, mm. you don't have that problem. So, for example, I did accidentally get a bounty on my head when I was in San Denis, which is kind of the New Orleans-style town. Right. By... Riding my horse into San Denis, not stopping quick enough, trying to 
get ride between a carriage and the tram and accidentally running into a guy that was carrying a wooden plank okay and that i I looked at that as me being you know a bit stupid and not taking it slow i was on a horse in town if you tried to gallop across the horse in real life you'd probably kill someone which is what i did i almost wanted to reload a save because i was chasing down a guy to interview and ended on top of a train Yes. By the time it ended, I was going through what I presume is the town you're talking about. Yeah. And I got a bounty for disturbing the peace. Yeah. And then it just started ratcheting up. Yeah. By the end, by the time I was out of that town, I was on about $200 bounty. Well, this is interesting. <laughs> so this was the um, uh, the gunslingers, if I'm right. Right. On the gunslingers. Yes. And you yeah, end yeah, up yeah, doing yeah. the, on top of yeah. the train, the quick draw. Um, I don't think you got him, got to him quick enough then. Maybe not. Hmm. Because I didn't have that, <laughs> I didn't get to San. I got, I I had to chase down the train, so I was, I didn't get on it. Right, enough. right. And mm. I had to go through the entire train. He's right at the front. But then, if you were on top of a train, having a uh, quick draw gunslinger thing mm. in real life, again, you probably would get a bounty on your yeah, head. But come on, so... chill out, guys. And then I had to then because of my horse was back where I got on the train. I was on foot. Yeah, it's it fine. Was, it was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> And then someone ran, else's horse. And I ran out of bullets. How you, I've not run out of bullets yet. How did you run out of bullets? I it's, see. This is one problem that I have with the game. Like, I, there's too much stuff. Definitely. Well, the, the uh, survival mechanics is a big thing, right? And I know that's one of the things that you were saying that you had a bit of a issue with. Yeah, I think it's pointless. Yeah, but I find that food and drink and whatnot do have an impact because they do improve your stamina and your health and your dead eye and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, your cause, as it's called. But ammo is too readily available. I have not had any issues with ammo whatsoever. I've always I think the only plenty. reason I did is because I picked up that gunslinger's gun mm. and had a different type of ammo. Because it's a machine pistol. Possible, yeah, I think that's yeah. what it was. Because by the end, by that point, the, the reason I didn't reload the save is because I leveled up loads in my combat. Right. Because I had to go at them with knives. Right. Fair <laughs> and enough. I was being chased by about two dozen lawyers. Fair enough. And I was just going, <laughs> die. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that's that's my current challenge is to get rid of that yeah. bounty. Well, it is um, uh, a very in-depth game. I mean, the mechanics. You kind of. I've mentioned earlier. So is it a game? Yeah. Or is it a simulation? Because the amount of detail you, that the game goes into is just insane. Yeah. It's, it's something that's never been done before. And it's making all other games look so... But a lot of it, I don't, think, I don't think a lot of it's necessary. There's one... It's not even a minigame. You have to have barbs. Barbs? Barbs. You have to take barbs. a barb. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, and you can pay 50 cents to have a, a lady come in and help you. Yes, a bake. deluxe bath. Yes. Mm. Nothing happens. It's pointless. All that happens is you feel slightly awkward. But it does give you a slight boost, I think. I think you you're, you stay cleaner for longer if you have the deluxe really? bath. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that we've discussed it enough. We both love this yes, game. Yes, I, I think, think that's safe to say. If it doesn't get some kind of Game of the Year awards, I don't know what it has to do to achieve that i wonder though if it's yes it deserves something absolutely especially for sound design Mm. i'd say more than anything else what it looks like is it might be going into a niche direction like i can imagine the next game being so specialized that'd be vr love this stuff it would be jacking oh my god that would be (laughs) awesome that would be awesome 
Adams Film Reviews Widows 2018 You have no idea, do you? Or did you choose not to know? Your husband stole two million dollars from me. This is about my life. This is about my life. And because it's about my life, it now becomes about yours. been involved in Harry's life for many years. I need help. I don't see what I can do. Our husbands aren't coming back. We're on our own. My husband left me the plans for his next job. All I need is a crew to pull it off. Why should we trust you anyway? Because I'm the only one standing between you and a bullet in your head. What I've learned from men like your late husband and my father is that you reap what you sow. Let's hope so. This is for guns. Guns? From where? Figure it out. If this whole thing goes wrong, I want my kids to know that I didn't just sit there and take it. I did something. Based on the 1983 television series on ITV, 2018's Widows is directed and co-written by Steve McQueen and Gone Girl author Gillian Flynn. Leaving behind the original London setting, this adaptation instead takes us to contemporary Chicago, where we meet Harry Rawlings, played by Liam Neeson, and his band of thieves and gangsters. A botch robbery leads the entire gang to be wiped out in a hail of bullets. Left to pick up the pieces are the three eponymous widows, Veronica, Linda and Alice. After Veronica is threatened by crime boss Jamal Manning, she's forced to pick up where her husband left off and launch on a multi-million dollar heist using her husband's leftover notebook, recruiting the other windows and, later Belle, Linda's babysitter, as the driver. There's a lot to take in with widows. On the surface, it's a heist movie with each character developing their skills to launch on a job to save themselves and get the mob off their back. However, from very early on, we also meet Jack Mulligan, a politician in the running against Jamal Manning, the gangster. Behind each politician is a whole host of characters who I'm sure were probably in there for a reason. I'm, I'm just not sure what. The performances are all fantastic, particularly from Viola Davis, and it's always a treat to see Daniel Kalula on screen, this time as a sinister mob enforcer. Oh, Tealy. Visually, there are some absolutely incredible sequences and some beautifully fluid camera work, with long, unbroken shots just gracefully gliding through the world. I just think it's a shame that the film never really felt focused. With so much else to explore, the main heist just takes too long to get moving, and though it eventually pays off, I'm not sure the delay was worth it. Now the best thing we have going for us is being who we are. Why? Because no one thinks we have the balls to pull this off.
Stream Bucket on Nopat FM. People. Now, Nick. Yes. We met at university, as mentioned. We did. At Bar University. Yes. Where we studied creative writing. Yes. Now, as a graduate of creative writing, yes. would you say you've used that talent? No. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, we got from the sofa. That's true. Yeah. That took a few years, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, what, ten years since we left uni? <laughs> no, not quite. No, not quite. <clears throat> no. It's getting there, though, Adam. <laughs> We're getting old. It's been a few years. It's fine. It's fine. But um, listeners to the show hopefully would realise that me and Rob are trying to become filmmakers. Yeah, you are filmmakers. We are to be filmmakers. Fair. You've got Cirque to Sacrifice. It's just true. You've over got 100 Go- views. You've got Go Shark. <laughs> yes, over 100 views. Yeah. <laughs> Still my highest hitter, though. 1,000 views. Which is... Tickle Nightmare. Oh, yes. That, uh, that is possibly my favourite um, video you've ever made. Yes, I something say. I knocked up in 20 minutes. Yes. And it was something that came up from a conversation we were having, wasn't it? About how creepy Mr. Tickle was? No, it's, it uh, exclusively came from a conversation with my nephew. Uh, oh, yes. No, I remember you telling me, yes. They, had, uh, they have the full collection of um, Mr. Men books. And yeah. I went, oh, Mr. Tickle, that's my favourite. Uncle Adam, the youngest nephew, pulls open the book, points at the last page and says, is that not really scary? <laughs> Yeah. And you've had really nightmares is... every night since. Well, they have, because my brother decided to show them. Oh, no. In their bedroom as oh, well. Oh, no. But anyway, so we try and do a radio play yeah. every week. It doesn't always work. No. Last time was rubbish. Uh, no, right. No, I want to settle this, because at the end of the last week's episode, I was listening, mm-hmm. and you and Rob made a comment about how it was your worst episode oh, so terrible. far. It was not, okay? I really enjoyed that. I particularly enjoyed the guest appearance from the, the matey from On The Buses. I thought it was um, very good. Um, yeah, no, I, I think... Can you hear that, listeners? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So well, stop it now. Whatever. Anyway, we're going to try again. Okay. And this is going to be interesting because I don't think you've done anything like this before. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Well, no. uh, we, we, we've come up with weird scenarios in the past. We have, and we like, used to ride together. Yeah. Okay, so, Nick. Yes? I have misplaced my list of words. Why? Don't know. But we're going to try and set up another improv. Okay. For me and you. Now, I'm going to do it from um, summer 2018 edition of Empire. Which we happen to have lying around. Which with an exclusive subscriber cover by Rob Leafield of Deadpool and Cable. Yes. That will have no bearing on the actual thing. Now... Uh, how are we going to do genre? Should we just choose a genre? Is there a list of... Hang on. Thriller. Uh, thrillers are tricky. Hey, right, I'm going to go... Right, okay. Tell me when. Uh, when? What's the genre of the Meg? Um, comedy... Let's call it creature. Monster. Yeah, monster. Yeah. Right. Monster, monster. Cool, okay, that's the genre. Uh, and then I want us to choose a setting. Uh, oh, this is going to be very hard. New York. I'm just no, going to. Right, I'm just going to flick through the book. Tell me when. When. Okay, so that's. I've opened it to Ocean's Eight interview. Let's say it's at a um, uh, fashion show. Okay. 
Uh, Milan. Yeah, why not? Uh, characters, characters, characters. Okay. So I'm going to flick again. Turn around. Went. Oh. Uh, okay. An interview with Billy D. Williams. Uh, a smuggler. All right. Yeah. A scoundrel and a cad. And again. Went. Who's that? It's Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible. So... A spy. A spy. Yes. A spy. And a smuggler. And a smuggler. Ooh, in, yes. a, in a fashion oh, show. This could get interesting. Lovely. It's a set of Zoolander. Well, it's... He is yeah. a spy and a smuggler. All right. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's, um, let's go. Hello, it's uh, Michael Keaton here. I'm just uh, calling um, Screen Bucket, and uh, I've got this idea for uh, this new Netflix TV series. Um, I don't know if you saw me in uh, the Dumbo trailer recently, and uh, I um, I wanted to do this documentary off the back of that um, about how sorry I am for uh, the um, RoboCop remake, and uh, I'm going to make it up to you with... Um, uh, Beetlejuice 2, and uh, I'm thinking uh, Batman. <laughs> what do you think? Call me. Welcome to the fashion show at Milan. The Milan fashion show? Yes. So, sir, as you can see, yes. my fine wares, I have this fine diamond egg here. Oh, oh that's remarkable, isn't it? Yes, and I'm selling these eggs at a cut price. You see, they I bought these for one million dollars from the Countess of Bulgaria. Oh, Bulgaria. Yes. That's, that's a frightfully nice place. Yes, isn't down it? in Devon somewhere. And, uh, yes, you yes. see... They're, they're absolutely fantastic, pure, pristine crystal diamond. Oh, wonderful, yes. yes and I yes. can sell them to you for a fine cut price of $500,000. Why well, do you say, sir? They are absolutely beautiful, and yes. And they can be yours. Imagine them on your mantelpiece. Yes, all right, stop talking. I will buy them, yes. Okay, yes. excellent. Let so, me, let how me would you like to pay debit, credit card, American Express? Um, that's a very good question. I think, um... Credit card, please, if that's, yes. if that's okay. Okay, sir, let me just go get my car machine. What are you doing here? Um, I'm just, uh, I'm a lowly little shopkeeper just running this stall here at the Milan Fashion Show. And, I see. Uh, now, what are you selling, uh, Mr. American? Uh, um, uh, just some fine, rare pieces of, um, you know, like, uh... Jewelry and things like it's a fashion show, so I'm quite obviously selling jewelry. Yes, 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 yes. that would make sense. Yes, yes. yes. yes yeah. So, um, hmm, this is a rather interesting shaped item. Uh, yeah, this gentleman here is just um, uh, buying. Where do you get a diamond egg like this? Uh, th- this this one? What? Th- this, mm, this, yes, yes. This, this one. This this, this egg. This specific egg. Th- yes. It's not not that egg. No, no. This, this specific egg. This, this egg. Um, this one. I just. Uh, it's a friend of mine. He sold it to me, and, uh, um, yeah, that was, uh... And where's it come from, exactly? Uh, uh, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run! Wait! Oh! oh out of my way! Damn your eyes, he's got away. Still, I've got this egg now. 
What could it be? What could it mean? It looks almost like Professor... Uh, Professor Sinistro! <laughs> Professor Sinistro might be behind this, but I'm not sure how many eggs are left. I need to track him down. Oh, oh, I think I got away. Um, oh, I think my egg. I left my egg behind now. Oh. Ah, Mr. Texan. Uh, yes? You are the smuggler I ordered, yes? Uh, yes. I am Professor Sinistro. Welcome Hello. to my lair. Your lair? I didn't realize I ran into your lair. I thought I was still just down the street. Uh, yes, you took the left when you should have taken the right. Oh, uh, was that at the uh, mango stall, right? Um, I don't know why there's mangoes at a fashion show, but... Uh, <laughs> mango is a high street retailer. Uh, oh, Do yes. Do you know nothing, you Texan buffoon? <laughs> well, quite clearly not. I'm currently wearing a... <laughs> have you placed the egg in the correct spot? Um... Uh, which spot would that be? You were supposed to sell it to... To that English gentleman? Yes, um, Mr. Lake District. Uh, yeah, he... Well, the thing is, he was... Right, right, I had him right there, and, uh, he... He just, um... Uh, then this gentleman came, and... I gentleman? Think yeah, this is a very posh English man, um... He he seemed to know about the eggs and uh, not I... not Corporal Winchester <laughs> James Winchester. Yes, is uh, um, I, I don't know why I said yes. I didn't. He didn't say his name, but I'm sure he looked like a James Winchester. Um, mm, ruggedly handsome. Yes. Uh, like Hollywood good looks. Yes, and moustache. Yes, Winchester. Well, anyway, he uh, he got the egg, and uh, I just kind of ran out of there. I wasn't no, getting stuck in that. This isn't good at all. You, yeah. Texan, you must what? have guns. Um, maybe. I want you to take down Winchester. Uh, how? With your guns. Uh, oh, uh, these guns. Yeah. These these guns, right? You must reclaim the egg at six o'clock. It must be placed. On top of the catwalk. Um, uh, well, I can try, I guess. Um, well, let's talk about money. I'll validate parking. Okay, 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 you got me. <laughs> Excellent. Now, where does this egg belong? I need to, I need to find where it came from. Hmm. You there, boy? Yes? Where... Did you see a man in a white suit? Yes. And cowboy hat? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Can you say any other word? Yes. Can you point me where he went then? Um, he kind of... He was supposed to go left down there, but he went right into Dr. Sinestro's lair. I mean, um... Uh, Dr. Sinestro? No, he I was didn't... a professor last time I saw <laughs> My nemesis. He's here. Um, I, I'm gonna leave now. Goodbye. Hey, mind your step, little boy. Ah! He fell down a crack. It's very small. Right. <coughs> right. Where, where, let's go, um, where could, uh, this, um, James Winchester chap be? Sinister, I know you're here. Oh, um, 
If I hide in this cupboard, I might be able to jump out on him. Hmm. This smells like Professor Sinistro. Is that the boiler? <laughs> hmm. I'm not getting a good feeling here. I must find out what this egg is and what it does. Uh, uh, Winchester, I found you. <laughs> yeah, stop there and give me that egg. Now, calm down, Texan. I realize that you have gun control amendments and all sorts of things, I'm but... I'm pointing my gun at you, and that means that you've got to give me that egg. What? What is this egg? It's an egg. But what's in it? It's just an egg. It's a diamond egg, but yes. we do not know what's in it. Well, it's diamond. It's pretty see-through. You can see that there's nothing in it, and... Uh... It's just, just an egg, I swear. It's nothing nothing weird about it. It just means very a lot to me. It was my Are mother. you working for Sinistro? No, 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 no. That egg, it was my mother's egg, and it means a lot to me, so if you can just hand it back, that'll be a... Uh, okay. No, just, that's that it. sounds acceptable. Just just hand it over. Oh, just come it. closer. Yes, yeah, just, 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 just hand it over. Aha! I got the egg now. I'll run away again. Little did he know that QI gave me a tracking device. Right. Dr. Sinestro. Dr. Sinestro, where are you? <laughs> ah, ah, what did you... What, uh, what, why did you creep up on me like that? I anyway. am Sinestro. Uh, oh, it uh, is my want to disappoint. <laughs> okay. I'm still working on the motto. <laughs> so, uh... Um, I found that egg of yours, and, um, well, here it is. Uh, well, don't give it to me. Oh, uh, It needs to be on the catwalk by six o'clock. Oh, the, the, the catwalk? What, like... Yes, the catwalk. Well, that one... The uh, catwalk, yes. Catwalk A or catwalk... On the catwalk. <laughs> catwalk A or catwalk B? Let me ask Right Said Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Which catwalk is it? Okay. Catwalk A. Okay, I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll go pop it on. Then I'll join it on the the end of the catwalk or the top of the catwalk. At the very front. Very front. Okay, I'll, I'll go do that now. Then. Uh. Okay, the egg's on the move. I just need to follow. Okay. Wait, there's a Texan there. Uh, Don't move, Texan. Uh, what are you doing with that egg? Um, what does Sinistro want? No, it's just my, my mother, her last dying wish was for me to place this egg on her cap was... Uh... Why is the egg flashing red? Um, it's just the lights. It's not the egg itself, it's just just the lights. Look, it's 5.59. Something's that, about to happen. It's five, I've got to get out of here. No, uh-huh. you're not going anywhere. No, no, until you re- tell me what exactly no, this egg is going to do. No, we really should uh, just uh, leave, at least get a good distance away from the... Uh, the people are coming in now, so um, uh, there's a nice big crowd of people. Uh, I'll just uh, slip into the crowd. Oh. This is Sinestro. Do not be afraid, for at six o'clock a new wave shall come. Oh, gather in front of the chapel. Your souls will be harvested. Look now, everybody. Stay down. This egg is going to blow or something. Oh, uh, what? It's going to blow? I can't. I leave. can't be here. Leave. Uh, evacuate. Ah! Evacuate. Ah! Run away! <sighs> you can't leave at this point. It's got two seconds and the world will change. Look here, Sinestro. You can't do this. I don't know what you're planning, but... 
What's that? The egg. It hatched. Oh my god, it's a giant monster with, like, wings and talons and a beak. Um, hair. Um, what else does it look like? I'm gr- blind. <laughs> oh, it's kind of a bit green. Um, and, uh, is like fire coming from his eyes. Um, he's got spikes on his tail. He's got a tail. Um, there's only one thing for it. I need to take my growth pills that I've been kept for since the beginning of the film. Oh, um, oh. Shut up, Texan! I'm taking them now. What's that? What's happening to the spy man? Oh my god, he's growing. Oh, my giant man. This giant English man. What's happening? This giant English man is fighting the demon. Look here, you down uh, I'm, the, I'm the monster, and I'm uh, sorry, I had a bit of something in my throat there, and um, I really don't think that we should be fighting each other. I'm English myself as well, don't you know? Are you? Yes. What store did you go to? Eton. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you ever meet John? Yeah, uh, J- John... John McDougal. John McDougal, yes. Uh, he was the groundskeeper. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what a wonderful catching up. Yes. How, how, how was that? Um, I feel like we lost our direction quite early on. No, I think that was fine. Yeah? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I enjoyed being a Texan. Yeah? Yeah. I like Sinistro. But yes, well done, Nicholas. That Thank was a you. good improv. Thank you. C minus. C minus? Yes. Room for improvement. I'm just a sweet screen bucket. There, and there's our sixth podcast. Number six. Mm. Number six. Number six. Yes. All right. Stop it. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, that was the end of episode six of Screen Bucket. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, Adam. Good stuff. Did you enjoy it? Yes, it was good. Am I? Am I allowed back at any? Any time, or if I... Field, Rob shoes, sort of. It's fine. So, uh, adequately. <laughs> it was adequate, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I think it was better than last week's show. I don't know. I think you're going to be surprised at people's responses because this felt pretty weak. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. See, it's, it's different when you're in the chair. Yeah, and like that improv, I think, is um, could have been better. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's an ongoing challenge, that yeah. segment, I think. But it's a fun challenge. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, yes, hope you enjoyed uh, this week's show. Do follow the show at screen underscore bucket on Twitter and the radio station at North Arts FM. Mm-hmm. If you want more of me, then you can find me at Nickopedia 89. It's a fun name, isn't it, Adam? Yes. I think, who was it that came up with that? Might have been Simon. Um, but yeah. Uh, I came or, up with the name. Did you? Nicholas. Nicholas. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's gone now. That lasts yes. a little while. Um, but yeah, uh, or you can uh, see our streaming or um, reviews of films and video games and TV series at Reviews FTS on Twitter um, and search YouTube from the sofa. So, yeah. Yes. So, when are we expecting your next video? Um. 
I've done my part. Uh, I should probably get one up this week, really, shouldn't I? Yes. Okay, I might be able to get one up for this week. We'll see. Awesome. Cool. All right, well, hope you enjoyed the show. Keep up to date on Twitter. Uh, we post all updates and when our show's on. Uh, there'll be a rerun and then there'll be a new episode following that. When And will Rob be back for that episode? No, I don't know what to do for mm, that episode. Mm. Might be me and the Sasquatch. Ah. No, it won't be. That'd be ridiculous. Ah. Yes, very interesting. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, take it easy, guys, uh, and see you soon. Bye.